Welcome to the Language Boost podcast. This podcast episode was originally broadcasted as a video on YouTube. To watch the video, go to youtube.com forward slash language boost. Now it's time to start the show. Hi everyone, I'm Lucas from Language Boost and I'll be answering your questions on language learning. James from Australia asks, how and when do you tackle grammar in a foreign language? Excellent question, James. Well, as usual, there is more than one answer. The short answer is, I don't study grammar. However, the reality is more nuanced and requires a longer explanation. When I say that I don't study grammar, I mean that I don't deliberately study grammar. I don't go to a bookstore, buy a grammar book, sit down and start memorizing random rules. I've tried this method before and it's extremely inefficient. Memorizing vague facts and then applying that knowledge in real-world situations is something we are just not good at. For information to be useful, it needs to be meaningful. It's useless to teach something to someone if the person A is not generally curious about it and B doesn't have a concrete question in mind. In fact, I believe that this philosophy extends to learning just about anything, but in this video, I'm going to teach you how to apply it to language learning. So let's look at two different approaches to learning grammar. Say you've just decided to learn a new language, Turkish. With the first approach, you would open a grammar book and encounter something like Turkish, unlike English, is an SOV language. If you're an experienced language learner, you might recognize that this refers to word order. The standard word order in Turkish is subject, object, and verb. However, if you are new to, lang to learning languages, there's a good chance that this won't ring any bells. Now let's look at the second approach. I give you a sentence in Turkish. Ben su içerim. If you ask me what the sentence means, I'll give you the translation. I drink water. You might ask me the meaning of the individual words. Or you might simply accept that Ben su içerim in Turkish is equivalent to I drink water. If you don't ask me anything, I'll just move on and give you another sentence. Ben bira içerim. This time you recognize that the only new word is bira, which is similar to beer. And you guess that the sentence means I drink beer. You may realize that you have already heard ben and içerim before. So you ask what, the, what they mean and I tell you that, well, ben means I and içerim means I drink. As your brain starts to process the information, you notice that in Turkish the sentence is I water drink. Well, this sentence structure is curious. Why do they say I water drink instead of I drink water? I can see the wheels turning in your head, but I don't jump in with an explanation. Instead, I wait for the question. You look at the two sentences again and ask, why is the word drink at the end of the sentence? And there you have it. You have just assimilated, but not studied, your first grammar rule in Turkish. The standard sequence of words in a simple Turkish sentence is subject, the person performing the action, object, in this case beer or water, and the verb, the action. The second approach is not only more natural, but it's also more meaningful. First, I give you a little bit of information, then I present you with an obstacle. This obstacle should make you curious, and this should lead you to ask a question. Only when we ask questions are we ready to learn. If it's easier to remember it another way, 
We are ready to learn only when we ask questions. This is the entire philosophy behind discovery learning. And this is how I learned grammar. I never studied the grammar. However, I do pay attention to and recognize patterns as soon as possible. Sometimes grammar patterns are more complex and, need more, and we need more information. In other words, more examples. From this, we can ask better questions and understand how the language works. So now that you know how it works, let me give another example in Russian. Let's say that you speak some, some Russian and you know that the word sister in Russian is sestra. You hear native speakers say, I saw my sister this morning. Well, you assume that the speaker mispronounced, mispronounced sestra and you just ignore it. But then you hear native speakers say, I love my mamo. You know the word mom in Russian is mama. So maybe there's more to this than, than just a simple mistake. They're generally curious and you have a concrete, a concrete question in mind. When does sestra and mama turn into sestru and mamo and why? Only now is the right time to look it up in a grammar book because the information will be both useful and meaningful. Grammar books should not be studied but used as a tool to answer questions to answer questions that naturally arise as you use the language. So how can you use the discovery method to learn a language? Well, first, pay attention to patterns. What order do the words come in? What endings do the words have? What sounds do the certain letter combinations make? Second, be curious about the language. Don't just let the information wash over you. Ask questions. What is the pattern? How is the pattern formed? When is the pattern used? And last, Consult your tools digitally and make sure you get a meaningful answer. If your grammar book explanation isn't working for you, ask your tutor or look for more information online. Now it's your turn. Do you have a question on language learning that you would like answered? Put it in the comments below and watch for it in an upcoming video. If you like this video, please like, subscribe and share. Thank you from all of us at Language Boost and until next time. If you like this episode, please give it a positive rating and review. And for more tips and tricks on language learning, go to our website, languageboost.biz. Thank you for listening and we are looking forward to connecting to you again on the next episode.